Northwestern Medicine, relentless in their pursuit of better health care. Learn more at nm.org slash better. Sunday morning, WGN with our pal, Dr. Kevin Most, joining us as always to talk uh, all things health, all things COVID, all things monkeypox, just just all things that we need to know right now. Kev, good morning. Thanks for joining us as always. Good morning, Dean. Beautiful day out there today. It is uh, so gorgeous. Have you ever done one of these triathlons that's uh, going on right now? Um. No, it's the running and swimming part that I really would. I, I think you have to run quite a distance. I, yeah, I'm only good if someone's chasing me. That's, well, that's that's what I say. I've always said that for uh, you know for marathons that I would only run that far if somebody was chasing me. It's a uh, six mile run. It's a twenty four mile bike ride, and a mile long swim. That's what they're doing out there today. That's great. I mean, to be in pretty good shape to, to do all that. Yeah, I think the mile swim is probably the hardest part, especially you know swimming in Lake Michigan is not the easiest uh, yeah. uh, body of water to swim in. Yeah, so that, it, they have to be in pretty good shape. Yeah, I, I would. I think like everybody has their own uh, you know strong uh, part. I would think that a bike ride would be easy because you know you're seated, and it's a relatively flat surface. So that, you know they're they're doing the bike ride on Lakeshore Drive. Uh, but uh, that seat's got to be uncomfortable, I would say, after about mile three. <laughs> yes. I don't yes. know. I've never, I don't think I've ever been on a, bike, a 24 mile bike ride before. And I don't think swimming would be that. I, I mean, swimming, you can kind of go at your own pace, right? I mean, the idea well, is yeah, to but, get it done quickly, but you can kind of. Yeah, but, but Dean, if you're the only ones with the little floaty things on your arms, that kind of. <laughs> with the rubber you know, duck? With, with a little rubber ducky floaty things on me that's a little that is a little embarrassing when you get out there. Yeah. you're very correct about that that's why you're the doctor so uh one of the top stories uh, in covid this week is uh, this lawsuit that moderna has filed against pfizer and uh biontech uh, for pay, a patent infringement on COVID vaccine technology. I don't know the ins and outs of this uh, lawsuit, and I'm not even sure that it's relevant to most people. I I only ask in that, is this going to slow things down for people uh, trying to get the, the, you know, the new booster, uh, getting any shots or or is the legality of something like this? Will will that get in the way of people's health? Yeah, I don't think so. And it's interesting, right? When we had this, when COVID first came, we made this vaccine, the companies that made it, we were all playing nice. You know, we're nice in the sandbox. Now that we've gone down a ways, and now the companies are starting to look at what the financial rewards are for this technology going forward. So it's not so much just about the the COVID vaccine, but it's about the mRNA um, ability to use that to build, to make vaccines. So they're looking down the road. I don't think it's going to have an immediate impact now. And I think that if, if one, if one company wins, um, certainly they're going to have to ramp up because the demand for vaccines is not going to slow. Yeah. Well, if anything, when this new, uh, booster comes out, you know, I presume everyone's going to want the latest and greatest. I, I would hope that they would, because, you know, it's already shown how effective uh, these boost, the, the vaccines and the booster shots have been at keeping people who get COVID 
from having serious effects like they did when all of this started. Uh, you know, I, I would hope that the, the, the legal monkey business that's going to go on now, uh, you know, doesn't, doesn't affect people's ability to, uh, you know, get what they need to stay healthy. Yeah, I mean, that would just be one more misstep in the series of missteps we've had. So certainly we would hope that let's go for the best health of the community and the best health of our nation and the world. And then you guys figure out what you need to later. But uh, let's not impact what's going on right now. That's all we need is for you know, a new surge to come. And, and like you said, this new vaccine is not only preventing you from hospitalizations and death, but it's actually preventing the illness which is exactly what we want, yeah. you know, even with the influenza vaccine. Yeah, that's what we wanted uh, in the first place. Uh, the uh, side story to all of this now is that uh, President Biden's uh, administration is saying that they are planning on offering the next booster to Americans 12 and older shortly after Labor Day. Given the problems that we've had with rollout of vaccines, does that seem realistic, like that could actually happen? Um, you know, Labor Day is next week. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <So> I know. <laughs> I know we have all put in our orders for the vaccine. The FDA meets this week, but for them to approve it, ship it, and the logistics of just making sure that everybody understands what the vaccine is and who gets it. And like you said, the, you know, the United States is saying, hey, everybody over the age of 12. Well, Pfizer's booster is over the age of 12. Moderna's booster is for 18 and over. So, again, we're going to have this confusion of, wait, he's 14. Oh, he can't have Moderna. He has to go to a different place and get Pfizer. Now, uh, with all of this, I mean, once it becomes available, I want to get it. I, 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 you know, I hope everyone will make their own personal decision on that. But in the meantime, uh, you know, there are other uh, vaccines. You know, I was uh, just getting my uh, annual and it's like if you had your um, your uh, vaccines for pneumonia, if you had your vaccine for shingles, if you had your flu shot yet, you know, all of these things. Should I just, you know, be on a regular schedule with all these other vaccines while I'm also working the, all the new uh, boosters into the regime as well? Well, you know, the, the good thing about the pneumonia and the shingles is it's kind of a, I don't want to say it's a one time because you get multiple ones, but it's not like you're going to get that every year. The every year vaccine is going to be, you know, obviously influenza, and certainly it looks like it's going to be a COVID and influenza. Um, but the importance of getting uh, keeping vaccinated is two things. One, it decreases the spread, so we don't have huge outbreaks of influenza or many more uh, huge outbreaks of COVID. But also protects you. Anybody who's had true influenza or had COVID and had symptoms goes, gosh, I'd rather have a little jab in my arm right. than going through the symptoms that, that you, many people have had for you know, seven to ten days. Yeah, that's that's how I feel about it uh, as well. Uh, and, I, you know, you, you can jab me in my arm as many times as you want if I don't have to go through that uh, nightmare that I went through. In what I call classic COVID, when I had it, was be, before there was a vaccine, and it was horrible. Uh, give me as many uh, you know punctures in my arm as you need to to keep me away from something like that from happening again. I want to talk about re- rebound uh, COVID that's very much in the news now. I want to get to uh, phone calls and texts for Dr. Kevin Most. As always, 312-981-7200. All next. I am 
50. This is Dean Richards. Sunday morning on WGN with Dr. Kevin Most, Chief Medical Officer, Northwestern Central DuPage Hospital. And Rose, you are on the air with Dr. Most. Good morning. Good morning. Thank you so much for taking my call. Um, what my question is, is that when would I be eligible for the booster? And here, oh, let me just give you the details. So I've got my second booster, my husband and I, and that was middle of April, April, I think it was April 18th. And we are going to Europe at the beginning of October. So we're hoping that we'd be eligible for the new booster um, sometime in September. If you know, That would be about five months from the date we first got, uh, or that we last got the booster. So, yeah, Rose, you, I think, Rose, that you will be fine, and you definitely will be able to get it before. I even think that they're going to shorten that from probably five months to three months. I think that we really want to curtail this BA4, BA5 as much as we can right now. And we know yeah. that some of the timing of the vaccines, five months, six months, but I think you're going to see them shorten this. But certainly, I would get it just before you go. You should be fine with that. Yep. That's good. That's a, that's what we're hoping to hear because we're you know we don't want to be sick over there. We're going on a river cruise and we're trying to stay healthy. Very nice. Good. And and you know the nice thing about river cruises now is you can spend a lot of time outside. So you know yeah, get some fresh air while you're doing it and stay away from other people because you've been vaccinated. You don't know what their condition is. Yeah, that's a, a, yeah. a good way to stay safe. Good luck with all that. Have a great trip. Thank you. The eight four seven area code says since I got COVID last summer. My calves and feet have been numb, painful, and stiff. Uh, does Dr. Most know about developing neuropathy during these long-haul symptoms from COVID? Yeah, you know, the long-haul symptoms have been so widely, I mean, everything from heart to brain, fro- brain fog to, to muscle. So certainly he could have some inf- inflammation there. There are other uh, conditions that can cause neuropathy. So you certainly want to make sure that those have been eliminated. You know, make sure that you're not a diabetic. You know, we have a lot of diabetes right now and a lot of neuropathy from diabetes. And there's other conditions. So certainly I would see your uh, general practitioner or a neurologist to discuss it. And because now we do have some medications that can actually help. Uh, the 314 area code, should there be a time gap between a shingles vaccine and COVID booster, uh, are they okay at the same time? I'm a healthy woman, late 50s. Thank you. Love the show and the segment. Thank you very much for that. Uh, what's uh, the answer to the question, Kev? Yeah, the answer to that question is I would get the COVID now because get the COVID vaccine now. I, I, I make the analogy of a race versus a marathon. The shingles vaccine is going to protect you for decades. Where this is, we have the immediate concern right now with what's going on with COVID. So, Certainly get that. You can wait about a month and get and start your shingles because shingles, again, is two shots, and you want to make sure you get the shingrix. That's the good one. Um, and uh, certainly that is important. If anybody's had shingles, you know the importance of having that vaccine, which is so highly effective. Yeah, and somebody else asking uh, pretty much the same question about uh, the time lapse between a pneumonia shot and a COVID vaccine. Yeah, you know, if you look at what they're doing with pediatrics, you know, pediatrics, they're giving them all together. I, I just kind of say, you know, let's try to spread these out a little bit. Let's let your immune system, which is smart enough to figure this out, but I would still spread those out. Again, the pneumonia shot is protecting you from getting a bacterial pneumonia. 
it's going to be uh, protecting you again for years versus what we re- need right now. So if you're up for a COVID booster and you're going to wait for this booster to come out, hopefully in the next week, then wait a month and go ahead and get the pneumonia shot. Uh, start the pneumonia series as well. Yeah, prioritize. The the COVID shot is the most important right now. And, uh, you know, the others, uh, you know, get them as soon as you can after that. This is Jim on the line, 312-981-7200. You're on with Dr. Kevin Most. Hey, Kevin, I'm so glad to hear somebody else say about separating vaccines. As a pharmacist, I've been, I've been pushing that forever, separate these vaccines out. But anyway, my question was, is we got, are we going to have a supply problem like we did with the first vaccine where, where f- people are waiting two, three, four months before we're, we're getting it, which means possibly after the holidays? Yeah, Jim, you know, one, thank you for your service, because I'm sure you put a lot of COVID vaccines into people's arms as we're using pharmacies as our key distribution, get it in the in the community as quickly as possible. You know, we've we've ordered of what, 170 million doses. The production is already happening, but I do think that there is going to be a supply issue as well as how we're going to do the distribution fairly to make sure that we're going to get enough out there. Um, I, I my concerns are right there with you. I uh, hopefully we have this well before a well a big big enough supply well before October uh, as you're going to start to enter the holiday season you want to make sure we have full protection. Uh Jim thank you very much for your call and uh for your service as well and uh Dr. Kevin Most thank you uh for all that you give us uh every single week it's great to talk to you and I hope you have a great Sunday today. You got it Dean we'll talk soon.